Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to the PHLY Eagles podcast on a Thursday morning. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, joined in studio by Sheila Kapati of The Ringer. Sheila, how are you? Good. I have so many takes. Like, I didn't know the comments were right in front. I'm going to be reading those the whole time. I didn't know, like, the the setup here with the chair. Like, you know, how much of me is being seen. You're not, not usually a sitting man. I'm not a sitting man. I like to stand. I like to stretch the legs. But listen, for you guys, anything. Fruits and glutes. Got to stretch those. As Baldy said, you do your thousand crunches today? <laughs> I have not. All right. After the show. I think I got two this morning. <laughs> Zach, how are you? I'm doing great. Excited for the show. Always thrilled to see Shield. Even better when we have him on the show. And it's it's fascinating. That share this week goes from Fletcher Cox to Shield Capadia to Professor Soman tomorrow. Mm. Uh, so that's this distinguished company. I would three never famous ladies, man. I would never dare ask the audience to do a peck nest migrate for those three because each one of them would be nested, right? That's 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 awesome for our 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 audience. I like that we're stepping it up for playoff week with these with 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 Shield here. Yes, as you uh, as you tease, this is not the first time that we have done a Eagles Bucks playoff preview. Uh, the three of us. However, I think before we get to any of that, I mean, huge news in the football world, Zach. We are we are post Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, and Nick Saban. How are you doing? Well, interestingly, of those three, I don't think we're post Bill Belichick. I think Bill Belichick's going to be coaching somewhere next year. I watched that Pete Carroll press conference. It certainly sounds like he would like to be coaching next year. Uh, we'll defer to the national reporter on that one. And then Nick Not Saban. the national reporter, a guy who spent some time with Pete. Yeah, Nick Saban. He's the only one who I think this is completely on his terms. Uh, but for all the jokes that I'm sure you have and, and we might have, these are three of the great coaches of the past 20 years, maybe in football history, when you combine Pete Carroll's college and pro accolades. Uh, so it is, from a, a pure football fan, it's sad to see three of the great coaches not be there anymore. But I imagine Bill Belichick's going to be coaching in – Atlanta or Dallas next season. Ooh. 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 Look at him. You snuck that in there. Dallas, huh? Everybody's doing the Atlanta thing. I don't know why he would go to Atlanta. 
Well, first off, they have a really good roster. Have you seen their tight end? Okay, number one. And then number two, uh, and I don't know and, if he has look, I don't, homicidal I, tendencies. I know she has, has something to say here, but the reason I, I say Dallas is if you are of the opinion that the Packers can upset them, I would think that there would be a change in place there. But that is so Jerry's organization. You think Bill Belichick wants to go there? Parcells, part two, could be. Yeah, there's a lot of respect between those two. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just like. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> What's that? I don't know. Like, where is that coming from? Like, <laughs> Liz, I mean, the, the unsaid thing there during that conversation is that every person watching and listening who's on an Eagles text thread, somebody has mentioned the possibility of eh, Belichick. If this Eagles game goes poorly, Belichick, Lurry, is there like that? Kind of, I don't think that's happening in like a credible way. You know, like no we one's reporting that. Monday, yeah. yeah, but I think in like the un, you know, in just the casual conversations. Among Eagles fans, you can't have an Eagles conversation right now for a long time without at least one person in the group chat or in the conversation bringing that bringing up that possibility. Well, and if you think about it from Belichick's perspective, makes all the sense from his perspective. Yes, yeah. I don't know. I know Zach. What is you said, Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick? A lot of respect. What's like? Do we have a Howie Roseman, Bill Belichick? It seems like they. I mean, they've certainly conversed about trades over the years. Do you think there's a mutual respect there? I think that's more at the ownership level. Okay. Well, I mean, All I'm right. not saying not with Howard, but yeah. I'm saying I think it's more Lori okay. uh, has, a, has a lot of respect for Belichick. But as we said on the show the other day, I think Lori takes a lot of pride in his, in his ability to identify coaches and to find the one who isn't being interviewed elsewhere. Perhaps it's like a pride thing that ooh, we can lower it the same way you did Chip Kelly. But I... Yeah, I disagree with that. I think that's overrated. I think that those are the guys he's ended up with. I mean, okay. Chip Kelly, a lot of people wanted Chip Kelly. Yeah. Uh, Doug Peterson, we know, was not the first. Ben yeah. McAdoo they, was on his way mm -hmm. uh, to Philadelphia, so that was another guy. And then Nick Sirianni, I mean, they flubbed the end of the season. They were a week late into yeah. the hiring cycle, and so who was left? I mean, I think they had interest in some of the guys in that cycle who were hired uh, by other teams in who particular might be Arthur, fired now. In particular, Arthur Smith. Yeah, yeah. that's one that I was uh, – Yeah, I didn't know if that was – a known thing or reported or what? But well, yeah, I'm saying I think it that's now. right. In particular, Arthur Smith. <laughs> okay. I go. think, I mean, listen. Separate, sitting here with this. Separate from the Sirianni, <laughs> will they move on from Sirianni discussion, if they do move on from Sirianni, I think absolutely Jeffrey Lurie would be interested in Bill Belichick. Well, this is also a different situation. This isn't like, all right, we're in a, starting a new era. Like with right. Sirianni, it was new. With Peterson, it was new. This is like, if they're mad about the way this season ends, it's going to be because... We built the best offensive, specifically the best offensive roster maybe we have in our run here, and we need to win, compete for Super Bowls right now, and we can't do it with this guy, so we're moving on. So I do think it's different. I don't think necessarily, and this is all we're we're. I know we're getting ahead of yes. ourselves, and Nick Sirianni's twenty-five and nine in his last two years, uh, and and I don't know what's going to happen, but just people are we're obviously Eagles yes. fans are having that conversation that I think it would be a different type coach they'd be looking for uh, this time around. I think that I think that makes sense. And we I mean, we know that Jeffrey Lurie is <laughs> Patriots obsessed. Like they they were close to hiring Josh McDaniels. They brought in Matt Patricia. They have brought in like personnel people from the Patriots in the past. He had like he tried to buy the Patriots. Like this is a deeply rooted thing for him. I don't know. I He's also the best coach in NFL history. Like it's not a Patriots obsession thing. It it's yeah, he's the best coach in NFL history. And I, I mentioned mean, the Andy Reid thing too. I think that's a part of it. Which is what? Which is that he saw this guy who was a, a, a great head coach for a long time, 
sort of fizzle out at the end and then very quickly sort of get his mojo back at a new place. Even before they got Patrick Mahomes, I think he could see that as like we have the infrastructure to set Belichick up to not have to worry as much about like he's not gonna have to fix the offense as you talked about. They'll find somebody to run that side of the ball. Certainly the defense needs to be a lot better. I think there's also like you think about the guys on the team who they brought in, these these younger players who are coming from the Saban programs or the Saban adjacent programs, like it's it seems kind of turnkey. I'm just fascinated by this idea that that Shield a reference that that all these people on Eagles group chats are bringing up Bill Belichick when they've literally spent like the past decade ripping on this guy. And then all of a sudden, uh, once he wants people, it's like, no, please come here. That's me. Is it's, it's a little that sports fandom? Come on, that sports fandom. You hate somebody when they're the enemy. You rip them nonstop. I'm not saying everybody yeah, who's on the threads are saying they should do this. Yeah, I actually, even, I think it's mostly this could happen. It's yeah. like a fear of this happening. I actually okay. think he's very overrated as a coaching prospect <laughs> right now. I mean, they've been one of the most important things in the NFL right now. Can you uh, build an off an efficient, explosive offense? And the guy's been a disaster on that side of the ball with his coaching hires. When he was in his prime. Mm-hmm. Belichick would have just coached the offense the last two years and said, like, I don't, these guys suck. Don't worry. I got this. He obviously can't do that anymore. Uh, he doesn't have that pipeline of young coaches yep. to bring in. That was an issue for him. That's an issue for a lot of Tomlin hiring Matt Canada. Like that happens when you're in one place for a long time. So there are things about it that I would be like, I don't know if that's the, he's not a great in-game uh, management guy anymore. So uh, it, it, yeah, it's not Belichick in his prime that you're getting anymore. That is obviously the unbelievable and slanted media take on Bill Belichick that that you are giving. Did someone say that? That is the, uh, I believe, a direct quote from Bill Belichick's letter to Donald Trump in oh, 2016. Okay. See, uh, I haven't memorized that like you have. What is uh, <laughs> pasted to your wall at home? Or you look at it every night on the ceiling. I also have a tab up. Uh, what is uh, what is your Pete Carroll take, Jill? Uh, Pete Carroll obviously wanted to still be the coach. I knew when, as soon when I first saw the breaking news, I go, he is not stepping down. He is not retiring. Um, but I think he probably also saw the writing on the wall and knew this was possible. So, uh, he's had a terrific career. I mean, 11 winning seasons in, uh, 14 years, uh, got to two Super Bowls, won one Super Bowl. I think what he said yesterday, you must've liked that. What he said about players, right? He spoke up at league meetings about, we have to take care of these guys after they retire Mm -hmm. and give them options uh, after their playing career. I think he's been an ambassador for that. So he's always thought that uh, your relationship with players is the most important thing. Once that's established and they trust you and they know that you are there to uh, bring out the best in them, then you then everything else is easier. Like you can rip them, you can criticize them, you can question them, you can bring them into your office. Until that's established, you can't do like the Matt Patricia during his run with the Lions. Like you can't just come in and do that. They have no reason to trust you. And to Sirianni's credit, I think he believes the, the same thing. I, I think mean, that, that is his so, operating procedure Yeah, I agree. Well, yeah. So he's got that going for him also. You know, nothing to say on Pete Carroll? Well, he's the Pete Carroll expert yeah, here. Uh, I have a lot to say on Pete Carroll. First off, it, I enjoyed the uh, farewell press, nice conference. Nice press I th- conference. I thought it was yeah. touching what he said about his 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 wife and his family, uh, and, and seeing him get emotional in that situation. You, you you know how much the families of these coaches are invested in this uh, because you know that these guys they are never like see their husbands. No, it's, it, <laughs> I, I like what he said about his, his sons, to too. They do everything. You know, they're basically single parents. They're like, I like what he said about his sons, too, because it's, it's very easy when you're in that role to have 
everyone around you just agreeing with you and like built to to just say how how great you are you know i i feel like the staffer sometimes it's 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 like they worship at the altar of of the coach or the gm or whatever and then once that person's fired then it's like oh, oh then you say all the things that they did wrong sometimes right so he he said that his his sons were always the ones saying to him like oh you're crazy about this or you need to do that better and he said you need that as a head coach so i i found that that whole thing fairly touching i think what you would like bob my uh pete carroll take is my during that eagle seahawks game earlier this uh year my wife you know was watching pete carroll on the tv and it's like man he hasn't changed at all since we've been to seattle the implication being i you know look very different from oh, know, yeah. six or seven years ago days, yeah. yeah oh thank you yeah. appreciate that i feel like you're both aged gracefully I mean, yeah. Pete Carroll has not aged. He literally looks exactly the same as six or yeah. seven years ago. Yeah, but you also, <laughs> when, when once you got to Seattle, did you did you whack the hair? Yeah, post, uh, to a good question, uh, post-2015 season, there was a, a press conference pick, you know, someone has, like, you know, Zach is known for his great photography. <laughs> so he, he takes, I was dying, with, like, 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 Zach, an ambassador of technology, yes. and the photos you take is the funniest thing, one of the funniest things about you. I like him, I would bit. not delete him, I say make it your thing. Yeah, Just take I a totally blurry agree. photo and be like, that's, you know, uh, whoever, whoever it's, it's actually my silent protest to get onto the sideline before a game, right? It's that's like, that's the, true. The more yeah. you do that, yeah. Yeah. They're like, we can't have people looking like this. Let's right. get you a sideline pass. Yeah, but uh, it's not working out so yeah, well. I don't so know far. if that's good. Yeah. No, I got someone took the photo from behind at a press conference. I saw what was going on back there, which you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, as some people say. Um, and, you know, second child was on the way. I said, I don't have time to be spending $20 on these haircuts every three weeks like Zach. I got to just take care of it myself. So there you go. So I think, but since then, I feel like I don't feel like you, okay. you look much different at all. Thank you. Got to do my thousand crunches. That's right. Yeah. Super chat from John says Bill Belichick is the perfect coach for Jalen Hurts. Certainly, there's the connective tissue there. Let's let's close on Nick Saban, Zach. Everybody knows about the Belichick Saban folder that you've got saved. No was one, it, it was uh, a long first night. Off, for not you. everyone knows about that. People actually asked why you keep referencing that. Uh, How late were you up? Let's you know. Last night I was up writing a story. I was up transcribing. I was okay. up pre preparing for my week. Uh, even though it is later in the week, the Eagles start tomorrow. You know, you want to go into the locker room with a game plan. But I did consume some Saban coverage. Uh, and <laughs> no, because I, I mean, what time? I have a Where? lot of respect, I have, I have, I have a lot of respect for yeah. what Nick Saban's built there. And by the way, not to get lost in the Pete Carroll discussion, what he built at USC was an absolute juggernaut, right? The, the way we talk about this Alabama program right now, USC was in that similar ilk. It was a different era in college football. Uh, you did not have the college football playoffs then, but in a similar ilk, they were every year, and they, and they just got the best players. They were loaded. Alabama, what I give Saban credit for is that for as much as, well, I give him credit for so much. I mean, brilliant coach, brilliant preparing, but it's, it's always like he's this old school guy. He's tough to play for. The best players in the country wanted to go play for him. What does that say about them, right? And you never heard an Alabama player like coming out of the draft saying, ooh, this guy needs to, this guy's really raw. Like, a matter of fact, you actually heard the opposite. They extracted the most out of their players often. Beat them into the ground so that when yeah. they got to the yeah. NFL, they, they had nothing injured. left. Yeah. Once it was time yeah. to earn, bone their knees bone. were shot. Yeah. And yeah, it was sorry, <laughs> but uh, what are you going to do yeah. after your career? But and And he also <laughs> evolved over, like, if you look at his offenses when, 
Greg McElroy was there. They were different than his offenses when Jalen Hurts was there, different than his offenses when Mac Jones was there. So I respect how he evolved with the time. And I'm fascinated to see who gets that Alabama job. So uh, the super chat, Bo, now if someone does a super chat, yes. you have to read the question. Is that the rule? Uh, there is a little bit of leniency. Okay. I mean, if it's okay. something that's not worth reading. It's well, the only I mean, time Bo cares about the customers. Yeah, I'll just put this. I mean, if anybody wants to know about my ping pong match with Bo the first time I was in the studio, a super chat out yeah. there, I might be willing to spend 90 seconds at the end of the show. We can no, talk about it. I, I mean, I'm assuming and, we're going to have a rematch. Well, I don't know. Show. I got stuff to do, you know, sometimes. Like, like Saban, you got to just. Now, and Zach, I would like to come back for an off-season episode. To just help you with some life efficiency. You know, I listen. Why do I have to wait till the offseason? It's like a New Year's resolution. How often are we going to get an Eagles playoff game to talk about? Or, you know, this, this, <laughs> well, this, this franchise a week from now. Imagine the conversation you could be having about this franchise a week from now. Well, this is the most juiceless playoff That's game true. I've ever encountered. In that I, I'm driving in and I, I, I go through uh, the, both uh, talk radio stations yeah. to see what they're discussing. And then I listened up so a, a few podcasts and, and it's it's not like a big rah rah the Eagles had this playoff game. Yeah. It's more like what's going to happen if they lose this game type yeah. conversation. And so yeah, there is a playoff game and you and there is this chance to make a run. Uh, we all remember that pay, that Ravens team that struggled at the end of the year and Joe Flacco throws that touchdown against Denver. They make that run and the rest is history, right? So. We'll see what happens here. But if you can give me 90 seconds on life efficiency, I would rather be more efficient the next two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, than waiting for thereafter. Okay. Oh, right now? You're oh, yeah. he's, he's what he's I, asking. I mean, there's so much. I mean, just you were, you were up transcribing. Like you tr you've told me this before. You transcribe everything. You don't need to transcribe everything. Transcribe what you're going to use. You're wasting your time. Uh, doing that, uh, the sleep thing. Emily, I mean, you might want to hit the record button. It's crazy because your wife is like, you know, she. You've told me she's like a beacon of health. She's getting up. Yes. She's working out. She's getting the yeah. proper rest. Like you have the 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 wearables to tell yeah. you how much you sleep. Yeah. Like why yes. don't you? Like you're doing. So you're, you're preventing yourself from sleeping. It's not that. Uh, you know, I think you look at some of like people in high uh, success, accomplished positions, and they're like, oh, you know, I only sleep four or five hours. You don't need to be doing that with all due respect. Wow. No, I'm saying we, our jobs don't really matter. Like we're not, you know, there's not going to be a war if we screw up. Like there, people aren't dying if we screw up. Yeah. It's okay. You do your best. Like you got, you got family, you got work and you got your health. And then, you know, if people have another, you know, server, whatever, faith, like those are, but the, those are the three. Work. What was the, what was the end of that? Yeah. Some people have faith, oh, service. Faith. Oh, yeah. Service. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You can choose your fourth one, Ping pong, the, yeah. but you got work. You got mm -hmm. family, you got health. Like, those are the three things you got. You got to, you can't do like so much in work that the health, because yeah, like you want, right, I'm going to push back. You want to work till you're like 85. If, if well, you're I not, hope to live longer than 85. Okay. Well, let's oh, let's I, say a hundred. I, well, I would be thrilled with 85. 85. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's a but, good deal. But, but, but you're not like, yeah, okay. let me push back. You got to be healthy, to, you gotta be healthy to do that. Of only making it to 85. Let me push back I would love it. Sleeping, sleeping. modern technology is. I mean, we should have, uh, like, seriously. Are you going to get the Elon brain chip? You feel like that's going to elongate your life? <laughs> I imagine there's there's, there's technology. I imagine there's going to be medical and technological advances over the next two, three decades that will help prolong life. Yes. Okay. Um, That'd be nice. But I'm in for that. Yeah, I mean, you got to make it there first. Well, sure. Two but, hours a night, my friend. But, but, but I'm grateful to have this job. I'm grateful to be in this role. And if I am... Uh, not allocating all the time that I can to it, then someone else will get ahead of me, and then therefore the 
there'll be a more attractive you, candidate. You, you this, are you are spot. you are confusing like uh, efficiency and accomplishment for time spent. Yeah, it's but, not the more time because you're wasting time I'm glad doing that stuff. I'm not the one who has. Okay, but the other part, the, you're wasting time doing stuff that is not leading potentially to a higher like transcribing every interview. What is that leading to? Do you think that's well, leading it's not to that a transcribe? Hey, I transcribe the interviews that I I I, I, I want to go back and, and listen because someone might say something and you forget that nugget. Then you, you don't forget back. anything. You'd be surprised. I'm starting to forget right. more these right. days. Right. Yeah, sorry. Right. That, was, that was more than 90 seconds. Yeah. Uh, whole episode. What you, you guys got a lot of time to fill. May, I'll yeah. come down. We well, do a nice lunch outside. Yeah, we'll have a nice yes. lunch outside. Yes. And then we'll come in and I'll rip Zach for <laughs> please. an hour. Uh, please. I, 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 I want to get better, but working less is never a way to get better. Okay. Uh, well, so. But okay. but here's the we thing. We work smart. We, we, have, had yeah. this, we have had there this conversation go. before, Zach. It is. Working as much as you possibly can every single day is in the is eventually going to make you work worse, ah, right? No, like no. If you can work more efficiently, then in the macro sense, you are setting yourself up to to work better. It's not either or. I want to work more. I I, I want to work smarter while working efficiently, and then use those extra hours that I save to work more. Right? It's like, no, you yes. have children. I enjoy doing this. I, I enjoy doing this. I, so do I. And, and I enjoy use, doing it too. And, and by the way, people, you always use the children argument, okay? Let me say <laughs> He's this. He's got the rest of his Number life. With no, this. no, no. You Number just one. said you want to work smarter yes. so that you have more free time yes. so that you can work no, more. So I, I, I do allocate a lot of time with my kids. But, and I always say this let my kids have the example of, of hard work and taking pride in what you do. Like, that should be. I want my kids to it see can be that. Both. It can I, be I want both. my kids to see the the value and the benefit of of work ethic and working hard and, and, and a job and so, you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with so, that. So let that like when I say that about uh, you know if I'm away for a game, like let them know because I've I've, I've heard this. We don't need that. Make this a therapy session. I never but, knew Claire. I mean, Claire has been commenting for years yes. for us. I never knew like uh, did she, I don't think Claire had her photo in the Birds with Friends days. Did she? Hello, Claire. Thank so. you for your support yes. over all the years. Yeah, so. I met Claire. Yeah, no, the, flex. Yeah, no, the last thing is is like, oh, you can never watch a game with them on, on Sundays. I want him to know that. Yeah, Sunday I, I get up and I go to work. Right? There's 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 value in that. So that's my view on, on that right. one. Right. There is a a super chat to read that is uh, related to this conversation. That's from Fresh Prince, who says, "Great to see you guys back together. How would we view the team if the season went in reverse and the Eagles ended the mm. season?" Going ten and one in their last eleven games. Great question. I brought that up. I want to hear your opinion. Yeah, too. I mean, di totally differently. <laughs> yeah, completely differently because it would be the narrative kind of like the twenty twenty one season where it was you had issues uh, early part of the season. Coaching staff adjusted, got their stuff together, showed that ability to adjust to identify weaknesses uh, and address them. And now, even if you lose in the playoffs, it's like, well, that was still an accomplishment. <laughs> this is the this is the opposite. So yeah, it, it is different, but I I like I think it should be different. Of course, it's different. Yeah, yeah, and also like you have to factor in the opponents. Like if they went ten and one against that stretch, that would be totally different. Um, By the way, the strength of schedule. This surprised me. I don't know if you you guys knew this. I was looking at uh, football uh, a DVOA. They've actually had a bottom ten schedule composite 
sure for the season because like you for all right they had that gauntlet in the middle they've also faced the giants twice the commanders twice the jets the patriots yep. the cardinals these are some of the worst teams in the league made up almost half their schedule so um it's just like going into the season i think i know i was saying well they got a top five hardest schedule in the nfl it actually hasn't played out that way so um something to keep in mind when you hear some of the stuff probably that's going to come out of NovaCare whenever the season ends. and that's the crazy thing too is that Right, they three of those losses were against those those bottom eight teams: the the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Jets. If you win those games, you're supposed to win. Okay, then all of a sudden, then suddenly we are sitting here talking about a fourteen and three team that is the number one seed or number two seed. I don't understand that. Like all of a sudden is fine. Yeah. So what's the issue? He says all of the sudden. No, no. He, what do you What do you say? I say all the sudden. All the sudden. All the sudden. Okay, gotcha. And it's apparently that was a like very a confusing segment. Just speaking for the audience, yeah, it's very confusing. I think they understood it. <laughs> yeah. Don't we have an ad? I mean, we've been talking for so long. You got to pay some bills or it's what? It's time to talk about <laughs> smooth tea because we're gonna have a watch party for the game on Monday night. Jamie Lynch and I and all of the uh, PHL crew we're gonna be at Wicked Wolf on uh, 12th and Chestnut. Wow. Presented by Smooth Tea. Now, what is Smooth Tea? I don't want to burst your bubble, but if you are still settling for spiked seltzers that leave you bloated and unsatisfied in 2024, I mean, get with the times, people. Smooth Tea is in. Questionable ingredients and bad aftertastes. That's yesterday's news, people. Smooth Tea packs a premium vodka punch with real tea flavors that go down easy. That's why it's smooth, baby. Unlike other canned cocktails, smooth tea is free of artificial flavors and sweeteners, creating the perfect balance of top-shelf quality Kiki vodka and real black tea brewed to perfection. No bubbles, no BS. Just 100 calories, 5% alcohol, 3 grams of sugar, and gluten-free goodness without the guilt or the gut. Smooth Tea is here to give your taste buds the indulgence they've been craving with quality and ingredients you can count on every time. Want more of the tea? Follow at official smooth tea and at Kiki Vodka on Instagram to see what all the hype is about and stay up to date on events, new flavors, and all things smooth. Once again, we'll be live with Smooth Tea for our Eagles watch party on Monday night at Wicked Wolf. Visit drinksmoothtea.com to purchase or locate a retailer near you. Home delivery is restricted to Pennsylvania residents only. Must be 21 or older to purchase and consume. Please enjoy responsibly. And for the audio listeners, that's Wicked Wolf, W-O-L-F, not W-U-L-F. Okay, but if you want to go there and see Bo and see Jamie, and is Joya going to be there? Uh, yeah, and, and see Joya. Uh, that might be the highlight of the night. Julia. Wait, Come on. What's that? Plus, it's gluten-free that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, then I hope you show up in FOCO gear because FOCO is the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. It's the best officially licensed gear for all sports and fandom. So if you're uh, tailgating or you're going there on Monday night, you have overalls, hoodies, hats, sunglasses, and bags, everything you need for a game. And FOCO has hooked PHLY up and provided awesome pieces for our set, you can see that behind us right now. Foco always has our back for Philly sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non pre sale items. Use the promo code PHLY10 for 10% off. Who's going to get the uh, Bama job, Zach? 
Ooh, I was thinking about this. So I think no wonder Dan, I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I, I think Dan Lanning is is going to get a call. Clearly, has a big buyout. Uh, I mean, Kellen DeBoer at Washington is great offensive mind. I think he's put a good program together. He hasn't been in the SEC. Sometimes SEC people hold that against you. So we need to be mindful of that. Dabo Swinney has really struggled, uh, no kind way. of transitioning in recent years, kind of to this NIL era. But he is, an, you know, he's a national champion who's beat Alabama in the title game and went to Alabama, played for Gene Stallings. So you can watch out for that as well. I would look at those three to start, but uh, not going to be Dabo. Can't be Dabo. That would be terrible. That would be a disaster. I feel like Dan Lanning, if he wants it, I think. If he wants it, he's a he's, he's got the appropriate psycho level. I feel like to thrive mm-hmm. there. Now the and has already done like the NIL. Like he's, yeah, he's all the way. In he's obviously it. a very good and, coach, and he was a GA there. But the one name to watch that I think might not be getting the attention right now, but pay attention here, is Mike Norville at Florida State. Uh, mm. Because it went undefeated in the ACC. It did not get in, right? And so there's kind of like an impetus for leaving. Good offensive mind, good program builder. Has not coached in the SEC, but I believe he went to uh, school in, I think, southern Arkansas. Uh, he's from Irving, Texas, so... He's from that region there. Of course. And so watch it. What's <laughs> well, high school? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Marvel, oh, Irving, Texas. Everybody knows Irving that. West, probably. Yeah. No, I think it, yeah. it wasn't that. But good coach, really good coach. I've, I've, I've liked him at Memphis. Uh, if, if you watch Kenny Gainwell film, you mm, coming out, sure. you certainly saw that. What about that, Dion? But, what about Dion? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, that would be. Coach Prime. Maybe so. I think he's our DNV. I think he knows who Dion is, yeah. though, but that was a good our, our DNVR stat tells me that he's doing a great job and is happy in Boulder. Okay. So why shake it up? That's good for DNVR. Let's keep him in let's keep him in Colorado. All right, Sheila, let's let's talk a little Eagles. Yes. Uh give me your must. your you step into Jeffrey Lurie's body. Hmm. You explore for a couple days and then all of a sudden it's <laughs> it's up to you to make the big decisions for, for the Eagles. Let's say the Eagles lose, but it's not uh, its not an embarrassing loss. It's uh, a normal loss. How are you approaching the next week? Uh, as you always point out, I always point out, we are at an information deficit. So I don't know. Jeffrey Lurie knows everything that's happening with Nick Sirianni and the players and the staff and, and decisions that he's made or decisions that he's pushed back on that might have been right or wrong or whatever. So with that caveat, uh, I would be bringing Sirianni back and saying, uh, you know, obviously we have concerns about the way this season ended the second half of the season. We still believe in you uh, as a head coach. We believe in your messaging, your relationship with players. You're 25 and nine in the regular season. The last two seasons uh, help us help you. How can we uh, get this thing fixed going forward? That's obviously going to start with the staff. Like what are we doing at often? Who are we handing this offense to? Who are we handing this uh, defense to? And I think those are conversations you obviously have to have. I don't listen. It could mean bringing in a senior offensive advisor. It could mean replacing Brian Johnson defensively. You have to go out. So you have to start from scratch outside the building, find a defensive coordinator. Who do you want? Who are we looking at? Uh, I'm sure Zach probably likes a little Jesse Minter 
from yeah. the university. I mean, Eagles that's liked him. They that's, interviewed him last year. That's the new, you know, cutting edge style of defense. Ravens, I think he's following Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Michigan, uh, probably could, could be the case. Um, but could also replace Mike McDonald in Baltimore if McDonald yeah, gets a head coach. That's job. true. Yeah. Could do that. So um, I think that's where I would have the conversation. I. I don't know. You guys would know better with Sirianni than me. I have not covered Sirianni. Uh, I know he, you know, is an uh, emotional guy, potentially hot-headed. At the same time, I don't think. I think he would be open to that conversation. I think he would realize what's happened. And you know, you could say, "Hey, who's on your list, Nick? That you think we should bring in? Here's who, who's on our list. Let's interview these guys. Let's do a big search. Let's figure out how to get this thing right. Uh, because offensively, we're not maximizing our talent. I think that's the one thing that Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman. That's the thing that probably annoys them the most." Uh, about this team is they're watching the 49ers they're watching the lions they're watching the dolphins i mean we could go uh through the entire league i could name you 12 to 15 coaches or offensive coordinators that i think could take this specific group of eagles offensive players and we'd be watching them saying this offense is a juggernaut so I, i think that's like priority number one and then obviously the defense matters as well and i think the the tension with nick sirianni that we sort of know about is on the one hand, he is he's very loyal to his staff, right? On the other hand, we hear that he's very tough in the building sure. on, on that staff. And so it is interesting to find out what will happen if they come to him and say, we need like a real revamping of, of the staff. And obviously keeping in mind that the changes they had to make last year were late in the process. And so they were a little bit behind the eight ball. Now, let me ask both of you guys this. What if they come to him with the names as opposed to them saying, saying, you need to make a change because what if he says, all right, I'll make a change. I want Frank Reich or I want Tommy Reese. Right. Or like, like perhaps that happens. But if, if the alternative is they come to him and they say, we really like Rich Scangarello, you know, or or this style of motion Scangarello. Yes. Yeah. We want this style of offense. So I want you to bring in this style of offense, even though you don't know the person, even though you're, going into year four here, and you've taken us to the Super Bowl, all right, it's it's one thing to pair you with Brian Johnson when you're a first-year coach and you don't know Brian Johnson. It's another thing to say uh, in year four when you've gone to the playoffs three years in a row, when you're an offensive coach, when you've come up with this offensive philosophy, and you're not talking about a quarterback coach, you're talking about your offensive coordinator play caller, right? Uh, what if, if they're saying you need to do X, you need to hire him, what does Nick do in that situation? My sense is... On defense, he'll take whatever list they've got, right? Whoever you want me to talk to, I'll talk to. We'll we'll bring somebody in. We'll hire the best from that list. I do think that he will be more protective of the offense. Now he's going to need to be open to some kind of different perspective. But I think you're right. Like he, He wants the offense to be his offense at least like down to the structural level. Is Frank, if if it's Frank Reich as a senior offensive assistant, is that an acceptable change for you? Or is that just uh, cosmetic? That that doesn't scream to me that's going to fix the problem. I mean, Frank Reich didn't, couldn't do anything with that Panthers offense yeah. in the year before. I mean, the Colts offense was not good. And then the same personnel, for the most part, they obviously got Gard- Gardner Minshew, but whatever that's worth. But they did more with less yeah. this year with Steichen than they did uh, with Reich. So I, I don't think that would necessarily be enough. And I mean, come on, let's be honest. They're not just going to say, 
Nick ma- makes some moves and we're good with it. Yeah. I mean, that's not how the organization sure. uh, operates. They're going to have input. They're going to have opinions on it. Um, and it and can they will also have way. spent time putting those lists together. Yeah, like I'm Nick sure. was, they already have those were, lists. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You've been focused on the season. We have been doing yeah. research. This is a list of people to talk to. Like, So it could go one or two ways. I mean, this is if you're listening to this or watching this and saying this sounds a lot like the end of the Doug Peterson era. That's true. Now, they weren't necessarily out of line by being like, we need to make changes because that was stale. They were hovering around 500. Doug didn't have answers. Doug still doesn't have answers for how to put together uh, a staff. So for them to step in there, you can say that was fine. Now, it didn't work out. You run into the issue of too many cooks in the kitchen. You run into the issue of a head coach saying, I just made the playoffs three years in a row. I got you to a Super Bowl in year two, and I can't even like just have authority over my uh, own coaching staff here. Or you bring someone in who they think is good, and all of a sudden the guy just there's a personality clash with Nick Sirianni. I mean, so it it can go now. It could go the other way. They could bring someone in, and Sirianni could really like they got a great rapport. He trusts the person. Maybe they have some kind of mutual relationship or whatever, and that fixes the you you find a nice uh, a young under the radar type offensive mind, yeah. and it fixes the offense. And now all of a sudden next year, like they could be competing for a Super Bowl next year. Yeah. The offense is talented enough. So it's like a high variance thing. Uh, there's no easy answer. Ideally, in a perfect world, Nick Sirianni has the chops to fix the offense sure. on his own. We have He has not proven that uh, he has those answers. Now, one thing I, I'm going to push back on Jeffrey Howie on this, and we've seen this in the past five, six years. If you want to say you're innovative – then it's not just hiring what's popular now. It's doing what Shield said. It's identifying the up-and-coming thing. What's going to be the big deal next year? And that's that's what kind of befuddles me about the Sean... Uh, uh, I don't want to frame Sean Desai this way, uh, but being obsessed with like the Vic Fangio thing, if everyone in the league starts doing it, it's no longer the innovative thing. Sure. When they were going after the Kyle Shanahan offense, when it, like if you knew McVay, you were getting hired somewhere, right? It's no longer the innovative thing. It's just the popular thing at that point. So I now, perhaps the the Ravens defense hasn't quite reached that point where it's kind of the craze around the league. But I would say do what the you know when they hired Sirianni. A point that I I don't know if this was their thinking, but a point that I uh, that made me say hmm, okay that makes sense was when they said we're late in the process. Let's hire the guys who are going to be on the top of the list next year, right. not the guys who are on the top of the list this year. Well, apply that same thinking to offensive and defensive trends. What's everyone What's everyone going to be talking about next coaching cycle, not what's the focus this coaching cycle? Well, you want you want someone who can evolve. I mean, what Kyle Shanahan's yeah. doing now is not what he did Great point. Uh, three years ago. So, yeah, it's more hiring the person, yeah. you know, Mike McDonald. Yeah. Like, the people who are on the, you know, Fangio tree, are any of them, like, doing anything that that's mm-hmm. special now? No, like, just because you sat with the guy uh, for a little bit and know his scheme, like, things change so yeah i do think it's about hiring the person if, if it's someone who has experience in different types of schemes that's like sure. a huge plus if it's someone who's coached under this person and this person and they're two different yep. things like that's what everyone's looking for it's easy for me to say it's hard to find those people uh obviously um you know they they've uh they've tried in the past and also i will say for nick like remember the 2021 conversation about sirianni was wow he adjusted, like he did exactly. one thing the first right. half of the season, realized it wasn't working, and did something completely Which different. Took so the much second humility, half. Right? Yeah. Like, this, yeah, and gave up play calling right. uh, the second half of the season. And so, like reminding him of that is probably a good idea as well. Also, they might win. 
So, yeah. Well, let's talk about that in a sec. Super chat from Real Time, who wants to know if Shield left uh, Solak at Hogwarts. Are, you, are the girls uh, Harry Potter heads? Oh yeah, Naya is uh, obsessed with Harry Potter. I would okay. say we've we've started reading the first one with with Caseman. Nice. Uh, just going through it. It's good to like refresh. That first book is fun. No, oh, yeah, no, I've never read any of them. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I can't. Well, I get into that world and I'm lost. I need to. Now, I did. I did start reading the first one, like the illustrated version with uh and i and my wife makes fun of me because i'm like it's pretty good like yeah. yeah i could see why people problematic uh, like but then i get side. lost once you start getting into wizards and like eh, i yeah no it's not for me all right let's talk let's talk micro uh this game specifically giants wide receivers coach that's right what do you <laughs> it's the oldest joke in the book what do <laughs> <Had> you <to. laughs> what do you think is uh is fixable here for the eagles how do you view this matchup oh like this like three days four days from now yes um offensively they could put up you know they could put up 30 on anybody i think with just the, the talent i mean they if they don't change anything then they're just throwing go balls to aj brown and they're running the football and the offensive line is playing well they can score 30 points i mean it was just two weeks ago against the cardinals they had one of the most efficient offensive performances um of any team this season so i don't think they're at this point now the blitz thing, I'll let Dana's handle that tomorrow because I can't talk about it anymore. I don't understand how it's week 18 and you know what a team's going to do. And th- these are your answers. I mean, that to me is probably the biggest indictment of the coaching staff that that's still happening in week 18. So um, now health is a is a big deal. Uh, I don't know who's going to be healthy, who's not going to be healthy. That's um, obviously a concern. But if they're healthy, they can score on anyone defensively. I would break out the old, uh, you know, when Todd Bowles was the defensive coordinator for a portion of 2012. And I asked him in the locker room Week three uh, after a, he, he was in the locker room. Yep. Remember that? Yeah, he would. He would talk. I say, you know, Namdi Asamoah gave up. So I said, was that like a compliment? That was high school cover three. I was like, oh, OK. All right. So he's not cover making three. I would just I would find your favorite high school playbook, have three or four coverages and line up and play them. Because right now it is so obvious to me that the defensive players have no idea what they're supposed to be doing on any given play. They are making calls. They're bumping over. They're not aligned right uh, regardless of what the call is. You can't play like you have no, you have zero chance if you're playing like that. So I would just come out and uh, do the old Doug Peterson Thursday night thing and simplify everything. This is not an offensive juggernaut you're facing in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Line up, play. Like if you played cover two, on every single snap in this game, that would give you a better chance than what I've seen on film uh, the last two weeks. So that's not fixable uh, on that side, but I would just make it that, that, that I think that's the only option. Yeah. yeah. Well, how are you feeling about them being able to turn things around? I have no read on this team, which is <laughs> so hard to say for someone who spends, the line's back up to three for someone who spends almost every waking hour thinking about this team. I have no read on them. It's one of those things. I wish I was, I was farther removed from it. Right. Um, you know, like my, uh, former colleague, Les Bowen, uh, I, I saw him put out a, a tweet saying, there's no way the Eagles win this game. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm paraphrasing. That's essentially what he said. And I'm, you know, I'm in there every day and I'm talking to people and I'm trying, you know, and, and I can get persuaded by X, Y, and Z and players. So maybe it's as simple as they've lost five of six. They've lost to the Cardinals. They've lost to the Giants. How can they possibly win this game? The flip side is I look at the depth charts and like, I, I look at that week three game. In, oh, it's funny. I, I asked Matt Patricia, yesterday about that week three game the question you asked nick essentially and the question we talked about like how do they go from looking like that to to this this whole thing is how teams evolve over over the years 
Usually teams yeah, don't get worse. Yeah, pretty dispiriting press like, like teams don't get worse typically, you know? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, do. Not, they get worse if yeah. you lose your personnel, right? right? You're, you're right, actually. Usually there's a reason. Yeah. yeah you lost somebody to injury. Exactly. Or, that's true. If it's the I mean, same people playing, you generally... Yeah, you know, I, I don't think Justin Evans and Terrell Edmonds were the differences between a defense that could stop teams and make adjustments in a defense that looks the way it does now. Uh yeah, I found the coordinator. I found the coordinator press conferences dispiriting yesterday too, because I found it almost, almost like defiant. Like, oh yeah, there's nothing wrong here. You guys are the ones making a big deal oh, about no. this, that kind of thing. But it wasn't the, um, like the angry defiance no, that yeah. Sirianni had after yeah. the after the loss to the Niners and the Cowboys. Yeah. It was. It's more like, like the arrogant like head defiance. in their sand. Yeah, like, like head in the sand. Like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're in the playoffs. Yeah, Brian Johnson was like, I, I actually think Jalen's played, you know, real well these past few weeks. Made great decisions. That that kind of thing. And I understand. Look, press. We've talked about this. Press conferences are performative by nature, and they're not going to get up there and open up a vein typically. But if the whole thing is supposed to be this like sense of urgency that they need to fix it, that's 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 not the vibe to use that term that I'm getting. Uh, now, can they turn it? Yeah. I, I don't think Tampa's I don't think Tampa's particularly good. I I know what the numbers show over the past six weeks. Eagles compared to the Bucks, the, the Tampa barely beat Carolina last week. They could have the lost, lost that game. Guys. I mean, the Panthers had a yeah. touchdown Two, yeah. where DJ Shark loses yeah. the ball diving in, and they had another touchdown called back because uh, Terrace Marshall was lined up like uh, wrong. It wasn't yeah. that there was a holding that led to the touchdown. So uh, they dropped probably three interceptions from Baker Mayfield. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're a mediocre team. There's no, exactly. doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt about lost it. To the Panthers, the Eagles lost to the right. Cardinals and the Giants. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I, I keep looking at the Cardinals game. I don't, I think that Giants game, I think we're overstating that, that, that Giants game. AJ Brown goes down the first drive. If you put, it wasn't the first drive, second drive. Okay. The Eagles offense with, without AJ Brown, Devonte Smith and Deandre Swift. Is not particularly challenging. Okay, that's yeah, fine. What about the defense? Oh, I agree. I mean, I mean, I, you're I, down twenty-four I, nothing I, at halftime to to Rod yeah. Taylor. I mean, come yeah. on, like they they were playing for something. It was ten-seven. And look, the, I in agree the, with you. Okay, this, this, game. this defense is it's crazy to me how bad they've it's the worst defense I've watched. <laughs> yeah, in my lifetime as. The stat you had that, or then covering the stat you the put up Eagles. and you talked about on your show that 10 of 12 drives against the Giants and the Cardinals resulted in touchdowns is like, that's impossible. Like yeah. I, uh, 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 they've had two stretches like that in the past six games. Like it's insane. Well, I was, I was trying to remember before I, I said, this is the worst defensive football I've ever seen from him. I was trying to think of the worst ones. And I was thinking, I like those, you know, Billy Davis defenses were not really good. A lot of times it was, you know, like, Oh, Bradley Fletcher's getting torched on the outside. You know what? Like you right. can, you can, that's kind Jason of stuff. You can, you know, is, is when play, the, the worst thing, like, yeah, the worst yeah. thing for players is when they have coaches and they know those coaches don't have the answers to help them be successful individually because yes. it's making them look bad. Uh, and then they don't, the coaches don't have the answers to help them win the game. That's like the worst situation you can have. That is a hundred percent what it looks like uh, with this defense. Yeah. I, I said it the other day. The change to Patricia it has, I've never seen a move backfire more than, other than, like I said, when Tyrod Taylor was benched for Nathan Peterman and Nathan Peterman threw like, the seven interceptions right. or whatever, and then Tyrod takes them to the, to the playoffs. Uh, otherwise, this is, they've gotten so much worse 
so much worse. And you wrote that column and we, we did that emergency pod when I was in Seattle and we talked about how it was an overreaction then. It's, it's like, I, this is so it, Rarely can you have like a, uh, a decision that you can like divorce all the yeah. different factors and variables that could have happened. You make a decision A to B, it was clearly yeah. a bad one. Yeah. Like, if, if the worst thing that could have happened was that they would have played the way they did against San Francisco right. and Dallas, that would have been better. They would be the two seed. Exactly. Yeah. This is just, I, yeah, this is worse than the worst case scenario we talked about then. Will you tell us about Wheelhouse? Yeah, let me tell you about that. Um, because the game's on Monday, so you probably have a free week. Well, you have a free weekend. Okay? You're not going to be at the practice facility on Saturday. Unless you're uh, like Zach and you just want to do some work. Yeah, well, quite literally, that's, I mean, that's what we were talking about going to Wheelhouse this weekend, and the Eagles have a mm. Monday game, so I'm at, I'm at work on Saturday. Uh, but you can follow along for all the updates on uh, allphly.com for that. Uh, but uh, you're looking for a good activity, make sure you go to Wheelhouse, because it is the go-to sports card gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley. My son is asking me every day, when can we go to Wheelhouse next? And I could go any day because they're open twenty four or, or they're open seven days a week at, at starting at eleven a.m. Their motto is cards and community because love of sports unites us all. They carry all your favorite card brands like Topps, Chrome Baseball, Amose, football as well as t-shirts, hats, and hoodies from brands like Mitchell and Ness, forty seven brand junk food, starter and shy vintage sports. If you're looking to grade that sports card collection you have, Wheelhouse offers PSA grading submissions. They also host tons of different family friendly events and birthday parties. Every month, stop in either of their stores, Wayne or Westchester. Like I said, seven days a week at 11 a.m. Use code PHLY. gets you $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store. Also, be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. And if you want to go to the game on Monday night, get your flights down to Tampa. Or if you're in the uh, Florida area, she loves a Florida. Want to go to the game? Go to Game Time. Because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. They've got flash deals and last-minute tickets. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. Images of seat views, lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. It is the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Just... Two taps. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem with code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. I want to agree. You're done the ad read? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Dave with a great comment in there about how, how blaming injuries on any of this is letting them off the hook. I mean, I, sure. I think this has been one of the healthiest Incredibly teams. Incredibly healthy. Because uh, you know they're going to, whenever this ends, they'll have their uh, messaging. I mean. Well, COVID happened like four years ago. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> They've had, what? I mean, all 11 starters on offense. Like, not this week, but for most yes. of the season. I mean, Jurgens has have, been. Have been uh, like. Goddard's been in and yes, out, but yes. yeah, for the most part, you've been like one of the healthiest offenses in the NFL defensively. I mean, who has slay? Is that like the Nicole old Dean? Yeah, I guess Maddox is, but it's not. Yeah. I, all, the, the pass rush, especially sure. They have, have they had a pass rusher miss a game? This yeah, season, Davis missed like, a yeah, one here and there, but no one's had a season ending injury yeah. uh, up front. And this is the pass rusher. put up. I mean, I that, mean Joshua's that, legs have fallen off. But. Yeah. I think that's a good off-season conversation about the way the team is built 
um, you know, investing so much into the lines. I feel like I still agree with it with the offensive line. On the other side of the ball, I think you might like. I don't know. I think it's yeah, burned it's, them a little bit. It has bit. changed my mind a little bit. I agree um, about about that structure. Might be a recency bias, but yeah, I sort of. Feel I, I don't that think way. it's. I don't think it's generally wrong, but yeah. I feel like at, at some point they get to sort of diminishing returns, especially if they're not going to be rotating. Like that. Yeah. That's still the craziest part of the season to me. Well, not. Not the craziest, Zach but disagrees. one of the most unexplainable well, I'm, things. I'm, no, I, I'm simply saying wait till draft night when they take a right tackle. Uh, I think that's fine. I think that, that offensive makes sense line, to you yeah. got to have yeah. buttoned up. No, I think but I'm saying they're a defensive tackle, then we're going to yeah. have to have a... What's that? If they're taking a defensive no, tackle, no, then we're going to have gonna a be, there's, there's going to be a safety on the board or a linebacker on the board, and they're going to take an offensive tackle. Who's oh, gonna, they should take a right tackle. Yeah, who's going to sit next season? And yeah. it, there's there's going to be people ripping that that pick, but that's... I think that is fine, yeah. And then in the second round... When they have two second round picks, they're going to take a corner and an edge rusher. Yeah, yeah, maybe an edge rusher. Yeah, they sort of do need an edge rusher. Now. Sure. All right. Uh, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be appropriate for the three of us to be together if we didn't have a game to play. Mm. Uh, now we do have to congratulate Zach. He officially took down I mean, the spread your wins and fly. Good job. Just dominated us. Uh, so congratulations to you. I think I know the league better than I get credit for. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. Who's not giving you credit? Yeah, who's not right giving now, you credit? You, you predicted it better than we did. I appreciate that. Uh, we're going to do a little, a little playoff draft. I'll give you credit real quick. Uh, I thought Zach's uh, Jalen Hurts take was outstanding oh, from you. the last week about how he could have come out and after that Seahawks yeah. game. It's like, why didn't he do that? So I thought that was good. And Bo, I'm like, sh- the biggest shock of this show through how long has it been? How many months? Five months. Is that Bo has not gloated more about like him kind of seeing this meltdown and collapse coming. Has that shocked you? I mean, what has happened to him? No, because I think he's, he's done it in the moment. Okay. And, and, he's and, saving it for, you got a lot of shows. Yeah. Look, I've, my uh, only thing to say about that is if I don't, it's not that I need credit. It's just that. If you are, if you're going to doubt what I'm saying as if it's ridiculous, just understand that I'm not saying it out of thin air. Oh, there, okay. oh, that's there a, it that's is. The that's he needed oh. me to bring it out of him. You know, he no, little, look, look, put the chest out. Okay, I, 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 I have egg on my face, uh, and I've, I've said this on the air. Also, I, I didn't see it going this bad. No, I, I, I had, I had, I said it on the air. I've said it via text. I said it when we're sitting there discussing the show. Bo is running. Bo's been right about. Basically everything this year. No, settle but down. In, no, yeah. in, yeah. In, no, I would I don't think that's right. I would not I was, go that far. I'm I already steep. regretting my decision here. Let's move <laughs> no, on to no, the no, game. No, 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 <laughs> no. Because the conversation that we had in the second segment of the show today and that they had on talk radio this morning and that they're having around Philly, when Bo brought it up after that Cowboys game, I thought it was ridiculous. Okay, and I told on. Bo that. Uh, but to be fair, in, in 2021, he was, ready, he, he was ready to have that conversation after like six games with Sirianni. Was I? Yeah. No, we're gonna rewind that. the tape. I said, I this is why you need honestly, me. Honestly, this is why you that. need me. I won't let him get no, to. But, you know. but, but I've also made the case for him for Coach of the Year. Yeah, over the past. He's saying he wasn't getting enough. But yeah. Bo was was. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Bo was it. onto that, and uh, and it wasn't out of thin air. <laughs> and he, it's it's always rewarding in this business when you see things around the curve. As Claire, Just like as I said, Claire says, it's not that I need credit, but I definitely need credit is what Bo was saying. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I need credit. I'm just saying don't don't doubt me as if I'm pulling things out of thin air. <laughs> all right. I like this. See? That's all. Juice. All right. Here's the uh, here's the setup for this game. We played this game uh, last year with Greg Rosenthal. Zach, this is... Uh, we've, Your there, podcast there are There are 14 <laughs> playoff teams, so we're going to draft 12 of them. And we're just going, we're total wins in the playoffs. No seed factor. Buys do not count. And it's just your full roster of the four teams you draft. How many wins 
They accumulate shield because you are the guest. You can choose which spot you want to draft in. Uh, snake. We're doing snake. Snake draft. Yeah. I don't feel like going first. Okay. So I'll go third. I like the snake. You'll go third. Yeah. Zach, uh, as the spread your wins and fly champion, you can decide whether you go first or second. I will go first. Okay. Uh, and I did prep work here. Everybody understands. The I've conceit. done no prep. Bo sent That's me, okay. you know, a little prompt yesterday. I'm, I'm not prepping for this. I'm driving in. We'll talk for an hour and then I'll see. Yeah, it. totally fine. Yeah. I just, okay. you, know, you usually are, 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 there's like a, I like a to give a, a good rundown. About, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, so I'm just what you just you said is, yeah. is, is the way I need to approach the job sometimes. No, I'm I like, don't think so. Uh, I just, for, okay. like for my daily stuff, I'm prepping. Okay. For this? Come on. Uh, so with my first pick here. Well, I pull up this this spreadsheet. Spreadsheet for this. Basically, I I, I mean, it's not quite a Dana's spreadsheet. It's just yeah. No, no, no. This isn't it. I'm pulling up. Wow. I have to change. I have to change usernames, but I did the Buffalo Bills because I changed from a Belichick saving lover sixty nine sixty nine. No, I have to change from my personal email to Zach at allphly.com. If you want to get in touch with me, email Zach at allphly.com. Have you lasted this long? Yeah. So I went with the Buffalo Bills. I I really like the Ravens team this year, and I've said that from the beginning of the season. Yeah, you did. But I think that for the purpose of this game, I want a team that plays a first round game and. I think the Bills are are DL dangerous, right? They're hot right now. Ever since that Eagles game, uh, and they had they, when they're at home, they're 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 even tougher this time of year. Josh Allen's playing well. That defense is is showing some some juice. They have weapons. Uh, they're they're running the ball more effectively. Joe Brady is showing the promise that the Eagles saw when they interviewed him for the head coaching candidate in 2021. So the Bills are my number one choice here. I think that would have been my first pick, too. They've also, like, of all the teams playing this weekend, aside from being the two-seed, they've got, like, the easiest, easiest win yeah. uh, just for this week. So you're going to get at least one win. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to take a team with a bye, but I'm going to have to, uh, I'm gonna have to go heal here and, uh, and take the 49ers. Oh, why, did I get the, why did I take the third pick? Uh, just because the NFC is, I mean, the AFC, you could see anybody coming out. Hard to see that many different teams coming out of the NFC. It might only be two wins here, but I, I feel... I feel good that they're going to get at least at least one win. So. Oh man, yeah, that's, that I, I think that was a good pick. Uh, the Niners. Do I <laughs> have to? Me. Do I bless you? you. Uh, I guess I also have to play heel. <laughs> I mean, I, I love this pack. Would you? Or would mm, you trade? Like who, who, who would you trade Jalen Hurts for right now? Would you trade him for C.J. Stroud straight up? No. Oh, I would. Because of the rookie contract, or because of the player. C.J. Stroud is awesome. You think C.J. Stroud's a better quarterback? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm open to it. All right. All right. So I just, I, I also, Love. well, I also love Jordan. Jordan Love. I really like you, what, Jordan what Love. was the vodka thing you read you had earlier? Smooth tea. You get a couple smooth teas in me, and I'm probably ready to do Jordan Love. I but really like sober, Love probably too, yeah. not. I do enjoy Jordan Love. Uh, all right. Well, what are we talking about here? Playoff teams. Yes. All right. I'm just going to take the Cowboys because they're seven and a half point favorites in the first round. I think they could lose this game to yeah. Zach's point. They could lose this game, uh, and Mike McCarthy could be out of there. But seven and a half point favorites. Uh, maybe get to you know probably get to host a playoff right. They're hosting in in the divisional round, so um, I think that's one that I'll take. And then the other one, this is tough. I've been fading the Chiefs all season mm. long, so I don't want to take that. I'll take the Ravens. You know, Ravens okay. have a chance to certainly have a very good chance to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, I would not be shocked if the Bills knocked them off, but I'll go Ravens and Cowboys. Yeah, like if 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 it, I think the Ravens are the best team. It's just they, they're going to have a tough road. And okay. for this specific game, the bye uh, works against them. Yeah. 
I don't know what take people are mad at me. I don't know about which take it is though. I mean, is there a is Stroud, Stroud over uh, Stroud over Jalen? Probably. I don't know. I don't think that's that crazy. CJ um, yeah, you know, I don't love this one either, but I think it's it's the last team that I think could really win the Super Bowl, and so if if Patrick Mahomes turns God. it on, I will I will take the Chiefs. Okay. Yeah, the Chiefs were uh, number two on my list, so I was actually hoping they would have uh, fallen to me because I, I'm not making that up here. I've, I've built one. I believe you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're not, a, you're not somebody who's known to lie. And, I, and, and there's a drop-off here after five, so it's a tough spot to yeah, have now you're, now you're looking to just hope to get two wins. So honestly, you're, you're, you're looking now at the Lions and the Eagles are the two that I'm considering here. and You also get two picks. Okay. Um, so then, therefore, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go with the Lions and the Eagles. I think the NFC is more navigable than the AFC. I think the AFC is more top-heavy. Uh, and the I can see the Lions and the, and the Eagles both losing in the first round, but they both have home playoff games. Uh, that Lions-Ramp game is going to be fun. I'm sorry, the Eagles don't have the home playoff game, but... But they 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 both have better records than the team they're playing against, and um, yeah, I, I we've discussed the Eagles uh, enough. The Lions are in a tough spot. I think the Laporta injury really hurts them. Now the, the Rams Stafford coming back is so interesting. Yeah, the Rams are are, are one of the hottest teams in the, in the league. We heard Baldy the other day say that he thinks the Rams you know are, are going to go in there and and win. I feel like the Lions have been doubted throughout the season. They're just a well-coached, talented team uh, that's good up front, good on both lines of scrimmage. If they can compensate for the, for the Laporta absence, they should have signed Zach Ertz. They did not do that. Uh, then I think that... Okay. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's, <laughs> that's my 67. Is it like Ertz wanted to sign with them and they said no? That was a real... Pointed. Did you read uh, Brad Holmes? If you're watching, I should have signed Brad, Zach Ertz. <laughs> well, did you read Peter King this week? No. Oh, that's your first. What mistake. did he say? He said that the Lions should have signed Zach Ertz. Oh, so you just, oh, so just, just ripping Peter just... kick takes? What are you, Joe? No, uh, I'm confirming it. I'm saying it was a good idea. Emily there. Berman's going to have to go uh, on like a, a weeks long Twitter tirade about uh, defending you from plagiarism. Oh no! Credit to Peter for that. Okay, one. but it's an opinion. I mean, I'm, you. I don't think you can plagiarize an opinion. You share the same opinion as me. Yeah, I share the same opinion. You thought about it before him or no? I'm just saying. Well, when Laporta went down, no, honestly, okay, I was so focused on He planted on, yeah. the seed. I think I, I seed. think attribution is appropriate there. Okay, Peter King wrote it. Uh, <laughs> I agree with Peter King. I agree with Peter King on many, many things. Uh, some things I disagree with him on. but What's that? Give us one. Did I disagree with Peter King yeah. on? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would... Have to go back and yeah. I mean, you you made a point of saying. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I don't agree with him. I'm, I'm he not wanted to be. He's not a Peter King crony. Yes, he likes yeah, and respects that, Peter that's, King. That's okay. He's not. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with my heart here. The team that I'm hoping wins the Super Bowl. Give me the Cleveland Browns mm. uh, going into Houston. Can we get a dub? I, I should have so. picked the Cleveland Browns. I forgot. I think I like them it. this I, week. I like yeah. them too. They're spicy, and uh, if they make the Super Bowl, maybe we can do a show for Monobon Hardware. Oh, okay. I would love that. What do I have left? You is this have, the end? Are we doing no, three well, each? No, four each. So you you're on the snake here. You get you get two picks. You've got the Dolphins, oh. the Rams, the Texans, the Bucks, the Packers, and the Steelers. Uh, let me. Can I see that list again? You read very quickly. Yeah, Dolphins, Rams. All right. Um, I'm gonna take 
the Rams as one of my two. I, I, I think I like the Rams to win this weekend, although I'm not sure. Uh, I got to make my picks later today. Texans, Bucks, Packers, or Steelers. I feel like I can't follow up that CJ Stroud thing and then take the Bucks. Or I'm going to be now. To be clear, I, I will be clear. I've been very consistent. The coaching staff has failed Jalen Hurts this year. That is that is obvious. I want to see him uh, with a better plan. I've just been very impressed with CJ Stroud. You turn you you throw in the rookie contract. Um, I think in my trade value column. Coming up in the summer, he's going to be higher than people expect. All right, Steelers are no, Wait, not, can I push back on something real yeah. quick? Has the coaching staff failed Jalen Hurts, or has Jalen Hurts failed the coaching staff? Uh, when I, I mean, I don't think he's been perfect, but I think I can easily envision, like I said earlier, a scenario where 15 different coaching yeah. staffs come in here with this same quarterback, same group of talent, and we're talking about this group very no, but and, and the reason I frame it, as you watch the film, do you see yeah. times when... It's a good play design or a good call. I see and, times. And I, see more, makes, I see more times when there are no answers okay. and how is this what you're running? I mean, that Seahawks game, uh, they ran the same pass concept like 11 times in that game. Like, how, how, are, how is this what you're coming up with for a game in this spot? Ham, so they were hammering Hank. I put, yeah, I put more, I don't know what the percentage is. If you're asking me why is this offense only 10th and not better, I mean, I would probably be in like the 70 to 75% on the coaching staff. Okay, Turkeys. Turkeys. There you go. All right. Who did I take? I, I'm holding it so far away. I feel like I should be wearing reading glasses. Like, why am I? Is it just because this is you, worse? Yeah. yeah. Um, Texans, Bucks. I'm going to go with the Packers. What the heck? Interesting. So who did? Wait. Who was the first one you took? The Cowboys. So I got to get. No. <laughs> I got to get. Oh, one. Texans. Texans and Packers. <laughs> right now. Yeah, no. no I took the Rams. Oh, Rams. Rams. Rams, and, Rams Packers. and Packers. Probably bad game theory. Danis can rip me tomorrow. Well, yeah. You're guaranteed one. Um, but I'm also guaranteed. It limits yeah, my upside. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. So uh, for me, it is between the Dolphins, Texans, Bucks, and Steelers. I don't think anybody's drafting the Steelers. Dolphins, Texans, Bucks. <sighs> we are on live here. Like people are. <laughs> yeah. This is I, a show. Uh, yeah. Now, I guess I'm, I guess I'm going to not do the thing that you did and take two people from the same team. Mm. I'll, I, will, I will stick with the heel move. Give me the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> really? I mean, the Bucks can't get out of the divisional round. They've played this back if they do, but you're limiting your upside there quite a bit. Well, you yeah, just want to pocket the one. For one. Okay, one you want to pocket the I one. Mean, All right. Because I don't think the Texans can win two games. The Dolphins could. The Dolphins if they get could. Out of, if they get out of Kansas City. Yeah, I guess you're you're talking me into the Dolphins. No, no I you can't change. Bucks. Give me the yeah, Bucks. no, Give me that the Bucks. was after the pick was made. Give me the Bucks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, then I'm I'm happy the way this this worked out then because uh, taking I, the fins. Steelers. Yeah, I I have the Dolphins <laughs> higher on my list than they have. He's like Mason Rudolph I, went to. I, I have the Dolphins number. <laughs> I, have, I have the Dolphins number nine here. Uh, so I like that. Look, I've been I watching. You might have you might have schooled us again. Zach. I've been watching the Hard Knocks. Uh, it's a likable. Team in particular, Mike McDaniel's a yeah, like coach. Hill. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, and I mean, so, the, like the 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 myth making and narrative like shift about Tyreek Hill that the agree. NFL is doing is just nauseating. I agree. It's awful. I was referring more to Mike McDaniel. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I do like Mike McDaniel. Like yeah. He seems like a fun guy. Exactly. And I, I find Tua. Uh, to, come on. I'm I know. Guy. I knew it was coming. Please move on. <laughs> I find Tua to be likable. 
I find him to be very vapid, but not wow. unlike vapid. I didn't know he had such a strong go to work to smart here yeah. studying for the take. It's not that strong. I just I don't know. Like, did you watch him on the Manicast? Yes, he was playing the music. It was yeah, nice. Like, he's, uh, he didn't say a single insightful thing. His musical interests. I thought you would like oh, that. Wow, okay. But I would like that. Judging him based on a what thing with the man and cast where they're on like 45 second delays. And oh, come I don't on. know. All right. All right. So, Zach, you have the Bills, Lions, Eagles, and Dolphins. I have the Niners, Chiefs, Browns, and Bucks. Shield has the Cowboys, Ravens, Rams, and Packers. Oh, terrible. I did terrible again. All right. All right. What are you going to do? Mr. Capadia, thank you for, uh, for spending the time. Coming on in. You can uh, you can listen to him on all the Ringer podcast feeds. Follow him on Twitter. Check out his Instagram. All that good stuff. Next time, I'll get to the uh, ping pong story, and we'll get to uh, Zach's efficiency. There we actually go. had a super chat oh. from ah, a from very Vince. important person oh. in this building. Okay. Oh, so he's I mean, do we have time? I don't know yeah, what your constraints are. So we, have to, we have to read it. I mean, yeah. you just want the short. Now, has anyone else beaten you, Bo, other than me in this building? No, although okay. I don't think we uh, haven't played. Well, enough. so I came in once, see, and we had a nice breakfast to see the building. And then I see the ping pong table and like, you know, young Shield saying, oh, I got to get in on this. Bo casually drops. No one's beating him. He said there was some guy from Denver came in who had a big rep and he, bam, smacked him around a little bit. Then Bo says, I uh, will play twice. Like, let's fight. Like, that's why is he saying we're going to play like two <laughs> games here? Like, usually you do best at three or something. So we play and I have it. I mean, I don't remember the last time I played ping pong. And I'm doing pretty well here. And I'm yeah. like, this is this is weird. How am I doing well? Now I end up beating Bo. And then he, he, he just, you know, mumbles. All right, now I'll play with my right hand. <laughs> try to go, man. Try to go. And I didn't even notice. He was playing with his left hand the whole time. So yeah. now I'm like, oh, okay. All right. That's what I want. We switched sides. I'm like, all right, he's probably going to smoke Couldn't me. You know, there, he didn't... smoked me in tennis before. He's gotten all these, you know, yeah. uh, reps in. As he talked about on the, uh, on the Around the NFL podcast that he plays tennis. That's so, right. Yes. Uh, okay. uh, that, uh, yeah. That, I want to get to that topic another time too. Uh, <laughs> so then he starts playing with his right hand, and I'm like, "All right, I'm playing here. I didn't have it that day. You know, that, that's you were okay. playing well. And then, and then we're hitting back and forth, and I'm thinking the great Deepak Uncle. You know, back when I'm 10 years old, I said, "Shit, let's go in the basement. I'm gonna show you how to hit a little top spin." And I'm ripping them <laughs> left and right, and the next thing you know. Carpadia escapes with a 21-19 victory, a win with the left hand, a win with the right hand. I think I'm just going to retire. I don't need to play you anymore. Well, I mean, scared. Scared money don't make money. Well, Let's that's, go out and play right now. I might disagree I'll with that. I'll follow up tomorrow. All right, there you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> all true. All true. That was fun. This show has been fun. Oh, I thought you meant the ping First pong. First time in five months, yeah. sir. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> But no, you didn't know it could. Yeah, it didn't have to be misery. This is so much it didn't fun. Have to be daily it's like, misery. It's just three friends sitting around talking sports. This yeah. is awesome. There you go. There you yeah. go. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the PHLY Eagles podcast. Back tomorrow, 10 a.m. with the professor Dane is to uh, dive a little bit more into the matchup on Monday night. Zach will be at the facility today, so stay tuned to his Twitter feed. He, he might put out a tweet or two, and I, I might put out a, uh, a a VOD, a video on demand. Yeah, with wow. updates from the facility. Put that in your folder, people. Save it and use it. That'll do it for this episode of the PHLY Eagles podcast. We thank you for listening for all of us here. For Zach and Sheil and Julia, we'll talk to you later. And as always, we love you. We all city like the mayor. 